0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Friends podcast where we bring meaningful conversations to you. I'm Jen Brubaker and I'm here with my co-host, work and real friend, Ainsley Stanley. This is season seven, a brand spanking new season. We are so excited to chat about what's been happening behind the scenes of Work Friends. Uh, And what's to come for Season 7. So play some volleyball, try not to rip your pants, make some cookies, do whatever you need to do, and enjoy today's episode.
1: Oh my goodness, Jennifer, you're so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) It's based on true, real events. One of the work friends. We won't name which one. Maybe Ainsley. Maybe Ainsley. Potentially Jen, but maybe Ainsley Ainsley. was playing volleyball in jeans noted don't do that yeah at work yeah yeah I've been outed officially um so that may have happened one time but anyway that's not what we're on the podcast to talk about but I hope that blesses your your morning afternoon whatever time you're listening to this that um I am coming at you from a game of volleyball in which I may have uh or Split one of us may have <laughs> <laughs> potentially me.
0: maybe Ainsley
1: yeah yeah oh my goodness okay so we're just excited uh today to dive into um another season we're going to talk about that today as well as just catch up it's been a while since just the two of us have sat down to yeah. do one of these reflection on that so Jen uh, like what's new catch us up Catch I mean, I know what's up. up I know, you which kind because this is
0: just us sitting here doing this. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, some life updates. So I made – I'm turning 25 this summer, which is a little crazy to me, and mm. some eyes that's very old and other eyes very young. But I made a list of 24 things to do I wanted to do before I was 25, and so I've kind of been stroking them off the list. Like one of them, my dad, he's a feed truck driver – I just wanted to go to work with him one day. So that was fun. Um, Other things wilderness camping, which you and I and Kitty and Anne went in September, which was super fun. October. October. Yes, (laughs) that's right. Um, I want to do a pottery class, which is coming up. We're going to do that with Abby. Mm. I want to go to the symphony. That needs to happen. And another thing on that list is I'm going to do, I want to do half a marathon. I don't know if I'm going to do a a race. I don't think so. I think this is just going to be a me kind of thing, just doing it on my own. But, yeah, I like to stay active, but I know that I do – I'm a lot more consistent in that when I have a goal. Mm, Right. So I've been working on that, which has been interesting in snow and winter in Canada. Right. But we're doing it. And then the other thing I just finished, which you obviously know about, is I just finished February without eating any sugar. And Mm -hmm. that was (laughs) hard. And again, it was one of those things on my list. So we did it. Mm. I haven't been able to eat peanut butter since because I think it tastes disgusting now, which is a real loss.
1: Wow. But
0: we'll see how that's, that's going.
1: Anyways, those are
0: some of the random new things. Yeah, that's little happening.
1: new challenges right now. So yeah. I also gave up something for the month of February. A bunch yes. of us, like a few of us and some friends, we we decided that it'd be fun to kind of give a, a free February, give something up or whatever. Um, so I gave up caffeine for the whole month of February. Right, she was not okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I actually, I'll let you share. Yeah,
1: I... <laughs> It's it's funny because like I don't know that I ever started drinking caffeine or like coffee. It's my that's my caffeine that I drink. Yes. I I didn't really start drinking coffee necessarily for the purpose of the caffeine. I just like coffee. I've drank it black and I've had at least one cup every day since I was in grade 8. Grade 8? Yeah. You started then? Yeah. Wow. I um I would have like a teacup of coffee once in a while, like when I was young. Like if we were having bro- we used to have waffles a lot on Saturdays as a fam. Fun. and uh I like my parents would be like, you have to drink black, and they would sometimes give me like a little like teacup full of black coffee. Um and I don't know, when we when I was in grade eight, we moved and we were building our house in town, and so we lived at my grandparents' house, but because of that. I, like, cross-bordered, so I used to, like, drive with my dad, but I always had, like, time before school and time after school, and, like, I don't know, we left the house earlier than I was used to, and so because of that, like, I just, I don't know, I started drinking coffee then when we lived in Harrison, I would have a, a, a cup of coffee in the morning with breakfast wow. um, at, like, 7 or whatever, and, and I just never stopped since then, so yeah it's 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 very much part of my morning routine to have a cup of coffee, and I love mm. coffee. I love making coffee, and yeah, so I gave up caffeine for the first time, and it was not good. it was I had five straight days of just like intense withdrawal, like I know <laughs> Jen was with me, pounding headache, like so bad. No matter how much water I drank or how much Advil I took, like did not help, and just like I lost my ability to focus. Like I can't believe it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Oh man, it's honestly like people talk to me and I'm like focusing, trying so hard to listen, and I was like, I, I, I'm just not the processing part of my brain. Apparently, is powered by caffeine. <laughs> so the
0: real question is, do you feel like a new person now?
1: Yeah. So after a few days, I started to feel better. I mean, I still kind of missed it, but like, it wasn't like, I didn't have like physical symptoms of it. I just like, I just wanted coffee. But then literally the first day that I had coffee, I, it hit me so hard, like, and not in a bad way. Like I didn't get jittery. I had two cups of coffee, so I didn't like have a bazillion. I had two cups of coffee and but I was awake, like, wide awake all day. Like, it was actually awesome. I feel like it's actually been good. It's, like, kick-started me into, like, being more affected by caffeine. Like, I noticed the energy more. <laughs> <laughs> Please pray for me, everyone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, yeah, the mm-hmm. first night I didn't sleep, though. I, like, couldn't yeah. sleep after. I couldn't get tired. So I've had so much energy this week, which has been really fun. But... <laughs>
0: Just wired. Yeah, I guess That's that funny. means
1: the crash is going to come eventually. My body's going to get used to it. But I've, I've had a little reset, and I will never give up caffeine again. So, mm. yeah.
0: Yeah, I've been kind of a bit of a mess since I started eating a bit of sugar again. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> it, is, it is interesting to give something up and just to practice that. I don't know if you're giving up anything for Lent, but my church is actually giving – or we're not giving up something necessarily for Lent, but a lot of people are giving up something for Lent. We don't typically do a whole lot for this season. Um but this year, a bunch of people, um, youth, youth leaders, other just like you know, congregants of the church, we we're doing forty days of prayer together mm. um, and reflecting together. And we had like a little night um, where some people came out and we just spent some time reflecting on all these different things. And they encouraged us to fast. And it's funny because part of me was like, "Well, you did just fast from caffeine for a whole month, but then now." Um, you know, should I give something up? And I was like, you know what? It's actually a really interesting practice to like spend that time to either add something or take something away from your life. So I decided to give up media mm. and and kind of like everything. Like it's I'm a little hardcore because I couldn't really fully give up social media because I need to do some stuff for work and whatnot. And so it's just sort of inevitable that I'm on it a little bit, but like kind of for personal use. So pretty much giving up that. And then also just, like, other things. Like, I think that the common theme for me was, like, giving up distractions to focus on God. And so I kind of was, like, I can't just give up one thing because I'm the kind of person, like, if I give up Netflix, like, I can still watch something else. So I said, like, no Netflix, no YouTube, no Instagram, like, so, like, no movies, TVs, or anything, except for if I go to a friend's house, then I can watch Mm -hmm. a movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, even now, again, just kind of that practice of, like, setting aside you know, whether it's your appetite, setting aside your time, setting aside your focus in order to like leave room for God. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how kind of God works that and just spending that time to focus and yeah, mm. fasting. It's a new thing for me. I haven't really done any type of like long fasting like that really. Like I've done short fasts, but mm, nothing mm-hmm. like this. So
0: yeah. that will be good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. It's kind of crazy that we wrapped up seasons five. Season five was a long one. Like looking back at our notes or kind of our schedule and stuff like that for releasing things. Like we started this in the fall.
1: We started recording all those episodes in July last <gasps> year.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a long time. And basically, we were highlight. I mean, basically, we were highlighting YFC staff and their ministries and their stories. We just finished a quick little fun. Uh, takeover. Work Friends Takeover, which is fun. And so I'm curious, what were some takeaways from season five specifically? Mm.
1: It's it's so funny because I was like, man, so many things in every episode. And like, I love that we do this reflection every season because I almost forget about all the people. Like, we mm-hmm. looked at the list of all the guests from this season and I was like, yeah. oh my goodness. So um, I, I'm just going to do some sort of takeaways because I like... I, it's funny. I'm like, I feel bad if I highlight certain things because I learned something from all our guests <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, like just learning from everybody. I think um, the faithfulness of people, like just mm-hmm. the like sheer devotion and trust to like God's call on people's lives. I think that was really cool. Like I think about Marcy. And, and that mm-hmm. conversation and just the journey that God brought her through, through some, like, difficult circumstances and that, like, reminder of, like, God completely using and redeeming those pieces of your story and the things that you've been through to glorify mm-hmm. him and call mm-hmm. you into something that you can understand better. And, and and just that word, like, redemption, like this redeeming purpose of something going on. And, and I think one thing that was really cool for me too to kind of hear because obviously everybody that we talked to was a a YFC staff so they're like a missionary they work in ministry full-time vocationally and so do you and I Mm -hmm. and so I, I think sometimes like that could be you know I wonder if 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 maybe some people felt like this is just something that's like only for people who work in ministry. You know, I've had a couple people ask me, like, who's your podcast for, that kind of thing. And we definitely have a portion of our audience that is that. But something that sort of was being harvested out of these conversations was this idea that God has placed a calling on your life, regardless of what that is. And part of that is just the image of God in us is this, you know, you know, we're created to to work and to do things and create things and to you know, rule over the earth and to just like bring goodness into life and and to serve him and to be part of his mission. And I think in the midst of all of these things, you really hear in these little pieces that kind of come out that like, this isn't just for youth pastors. This isn't just for youth workers or, you know, vocational ministry workers. Like this is for people who are followers of Jesus, who've been called according to his purpose. And that's your life. It's not your job, mm-hmm. and so I think, like, that encouragement to everybody that it doesn't matter where you're working, that you have a call in the place that you call work, in the place you call home, in the place you call, um, you know, like the, like, the neighborhood in which you live in, and I love that sort of piece in how you see the diversity of people in ministry, and I think, like, that diversity spreads out wider, and the body of Christ spreads out wider than just working at YFC mm-hmm. and I think that that reminder to me of just like the diversity of how we can serve God and hopefully for people listening to know that like that means that wherever you are that you're like where I mean I, I don't know everyone's specific situation but like you are where God wants you that you are equipped and called to serve for God's purpose wherever you are and those things that we talked about are applicable in whatever stage of life you find yourself even if you don't feel like you're equipped. Yeah, I don't feel equipped lots of the time, so that's not a yeah, luckily too. not a requirement. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good stuff. I think some of the uh yeah, obviously I think I realized how much I personally learn and glean from these conversations. Totally. And I'm reminded of that as I look back and reflect. Um but some specific conversations that come to mind, I so appreciated Brett's and I made his soup like three times yeah. in the span of like two months. And
1: served it on a plate.
0: Okay. That's, yep. Yeah. Another topic for another day. Apparently it's controversial to eat soup on a plate, even though it practically makes sense because it cools it down faster. But anyways, it's okay. <laughs> it's a-okay. You brought it up. Um... No, I, I just appreciate that whole conversation. And I think for Brett to be somebody who has spoken into our lives, um, his role at YC and hearing more about his personal journey, spiritual formation, it was just really encouraging. Mm. I think of Judy Ricci. I ordered her book. It finally came in and whoa, again, God's faithfulness and healing power. And um, again, how God has redeemed her and is using her um, where she is in Winnipeg. So cool, and then I think the other conversation that stands out um, was our conversation with Jay. Like what he's talked of, said about our lives being letters to be read by the people around us. Yeah, love that. Me too. I yeah, like it takes kind of the pressure off. Like we're to be. Um, oh shoot, I forget where I was reading this, but we're to like proclaim the work that God has done in our own lives. Like we are to, um, oh, maybe, maybe this is an upcoming conversation that we recorded for season seven. Um, but we are to give an account. That's the word that I'm looking for to what God has done in our life for our letters to be, or for our lives to be letters to be read by the people around us. Yeah. And so that was just really encouraging for me personally. I think it was encouraging ministry wise that, um, yeah, that remains true regardless of the season. So Mm. yeah, all of them. So good. Also to the fact, like, it was just really fun sitting down with people from YFC, from some people we know really well and some people
1: we have, we've never met before.
0: Yeah. And just the, um, yeah, the YFC family
1: in Canada. That was really cool too. Yeah. I think it was a great time to just honor all the different things that happen and just, yeah, I mean, like, I'm thankful that we get to put these conversations out to people and kind of uplift other people's stories and things like that. But, yeah, selfishly for Jen and I, it's just like <laughs> such a fun chance to catch up and to yeah. learn. And, yeah, like everything you've said, everything everyone said, it's just like that would go into me in, in my week and, you know, and, and minister to me and encourage me in each of those things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've some pretty cool people on our YFC family. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, question for you that we asked each of our guests this season. We're going to throw it back at you. How is God forming you in this season? Fantastic question. Yeah. Um,
0: I think okay, no, this is what I I think he continues to grow in me this desire to sit in this posture of humility and hiddenness. And I know that it's him because naturally I I'm not inclined to that whatsoever. Right. Um, there's times where I kind of want to seek recognition and you know, all those fun things, but, um, yeah, this past month giving up sugar, I'm not going to over spiritualize it because it like, there's some days I'm like, dang, this is like, it's hard. There's sugar in a lot of things. But when I had those intense cravings for like, peanut butter is probably the biggest thing, which is kind of funny now that I, it's just like not appealing to me whatsoever. Kind of sad, but it's okay. Um, it really was a moment to pause and be like, okay, John, like, what are you actually turning to to find comfort, right? Like, are you literally just needing a sure fix or are you going to Jesus for the things that you need, right? Like, again, in those moments, it's like, again, don't want to over-spiritualize it, but it was a really good practice. It really was. And so- I think him growing me without the, um, yeah, away from like kind of a crowd or an audience has been really good and kind of a theme so far this year. Even too like with running, I hate naturally hate running, and I started doing it because it's free and I know that it's good for me. Right. But that discipline has been so good for me to kind of like, especially in winter, to place myself myself, all of myself, place myself in situations to be uncomfortable, freaking cold, Um, then I hope that I'm training myself that when I'm in situations in life that are out of my control, that are uncomfortable or hard or whatever it is, I'm better equipped to handle those things and to remain steady in the disciplines and things I know I need to do to take care of myself. Mm. Um, So yeah, those are just a couple of a couple of things, but I really think this idea of hiddenness yeah. and spending time with Jesus in the quiet and silence and solitude without, yeah, without a crowd or an audience like looking in yeah, has been re- really good for me. Um, yeah. And I'm still working through it, but mm-hmm. I think he's forming me
1: in that. Yeah. And I think it's cool for me to kind of watch that because I mean, you talked about hiddenness, like even you talked a little bit about it, um, you know, your word for the year mm-hmm. and even I don't I think it must have been before the new year. You, you mentioned something kind of along those lines one day when we were doing some visioning and stuff like that, too. Mm. And now I've seen it come through and things that we've either you've been learning, but also like other people saying things. And it's like, that's what like, wow, that's like, that's mm-hmm. exactly it. That's exactly what Jen's been talking about. And so, yeah, to see those confirmations is kind of fun
0: thanks yeah 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 I know it's gonna be an ongoing thing and I know it's gonna go beyond this year yeah but I just really want God my desires for him to grow roots in my faith in him that mm. withstand withstand time yeah. and withstands
1: different seasons so cool hard but good yeah totally yeah how about you mm-hmm. this is like an interesting question because I think I do see God forming me but I wouldn't say that this is a season that feels like super activated or like dramatic or like, wow, God is doing a deep work in me. Like he, well, I mean, he needs to. There's lots to work on in me, and inform in me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's not like these things that I'm like, wow, 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 wow. Like it doesn't like feel like a super yeah. powerful season. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that that is kind of part of what it is because sometimes I look back and, and I've talked about sort of different things that are in this sort of school of thought in a sense of, you know, looking for big dramatic things or whatever. But I think back to some of the times of my life where God was doing a lot and it felt like I was like learning so much, growing mm. so much, like these light bulbs going off. And I think sometimes I feel guilty when life doesn't look like that. Like I even mm. think about... Um, you know, certain things in the fall that I was like, oh my goodness, there's so many things and and things I was working through and things I felt like God was teaching me. And he is teaching me things, but it doesn't feel as like, wow factor, if Mm -hmm. you will. But I think that that's been such a good lesson for me even learning is just like, God is still forming me. And it just looks a little bit different. And something for that, um, that I've been thinking in that is like, faithfulness, like just continuing in that steady faithfulness and and going along and and, and listening and and walking with God and just being in step with him. And uh, one of the things that I've been also kind of working on in these things is just continuing to to meditate on his word and just allow Mm -hmm. that to kind of continue. And um, I was thinking of Psalm 1, uh, and I'll just read it, Psalm 1, 1 to 3. It says, How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bear fruit, bears its fruit in, in its season, and his leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, prospers. And um, yeah, I, I read that, and it's like his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. And and I think like that something that's kind of been in, in my head is just saying, you know what, like, if life doesn't feel like, you know, I'm growing so much or I feel like the Lord is speaking all these things, like, that's okay. And so we can be faithful and I can meditate. And so for me, one of those things that actually I've been trying to do in lieu of having like media and things like that is like listening to scripture. And, and I'm, I'm actually trying to listen to like a big, massive chunk of scripture over the season of Lent and just like, I'm just listening to it. Mm. Um, so I'm not necessarily picking up on every detail, but just allowing myself to kind of meditate on that and to listen and, and grow in that. And so for me, I think it's like quiet faithfulness, mm-hmm. and knowing that God is still working despite how it feels, which is kind of funny because I think, I mean, we're, we're about to get into it, but you know, talking about this upcoming season, it's like, Oh, is, is, is there something happening? But it's like, no, like this is just mm. the season. And it's a season of, of just, like, preparation or just, like, quiet faithfulness and growth, and, and it's okay for it to look that way. So, yeah, tying in well to what we're going to be talking about next. So, Jen, tell us about our next season.
0: I am so excited for this. I think, like... Number one, Ainsley and I, a little fun fact about behind the scenes stuff. We work well in advance. So we record, we try to have a good number of episodes kind of in our bank, so to speak, so that we're not short on time. And so we can do this to the best of our abilities. Um, So we've been working on this season for a long time. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, this was originally, we were thinking about talking about like having a season on singleness.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, that would have been the original spark idea was to have a conversation about that,
0: but like in a way, like talking about something that is not often talked about. Yeah, and then it moved to intentional relationships, and then it turned to I forget what, but seasons, seasons, yes, and now we have come, not full circle. (laughs) We've progressed to doing a season on remembering and reflecting remember and reflect, which is really interesting that this is kind of like something that you and I have really grown and and have appreciated over the years, I would say like specifically within the last five years, but yes. Season seven is on Remember and Reflect. And so that, I just am so excited for the way that this season has come together for the people that we have on. We've already recorded several conversations. It's just gonna be, oh, it's just gonna be good. So kind of like, you know, at the beginning of each like podcast, I, there's my voice being like, hey everyone, welcome to the Workment, Yeah, podcast, all that. This is kind of like our season's kind of thesis state mission statement we'll say this season on the podcast we're pausing to remember and reflect remember the key people and events in the good and hard seasons of life and reflect on God's provision goodness and grace we'll hear from old and new friends even some that are no longer living about God's unchanging nature through it all and so yes old and new friends some people that are no longer living, an interesting twist. And um, yeah, but that's kind of like our overall vision for this season and how we've set it up. So talk to us about um, kind of like scriptural pieces of like where we drew this from.
1: Yeah, I, it's funny because I feel like in some of these things, God has really kind of been, I've ever heard that phrase that some people talk about, like following God in the same direction. And I feel like that has been a little bit about what some of this has been. Is um, you know, sort of seeing God kind of speak in these certain things to us. And one of those things has been the idea of of an Ebenezer or like a monument. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one song that Jen and I both love is by Chris Renzima and Ellie Holcomb. And and they talk about, you know, it, it says in the in the bridge, like, and I will build an altar and I will stack it stone by stone. Because every Ebenezer says I've never been alone. And I say that and I actually have chills because I remember in the fall I and it's it's kind of funny now cuz I'm this is just so me. I I remember I was just so struggling to know, I was like looking for a place to live and I had so many unknowns in my life and and I was just there were so many things and I felt so um stressed about those things and and I remember I had this song and I played it and I was like god And it actually, like, in in that song they say, like, they basically, like, pray for God to remind us that he's still just as good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's this, like, almost, like, in some of these ways, like, a declaration of, like, saying it to myself, like, reminding myself. And Mm -hmm. I listen to it on repeat. Like, I'm not even kidding. For over a week, the entire 20, 25-minute commute to and from my like, <laughs> cottage um, for, like, I don't know, a week and a half. So, like, ev- literally every time I was in the car, I just listened to the song, like, over and over and over in a reminder. But, yeah, and, and so, I mean, there's lots of times you see through where, you know, God instructs people to to build an altar unto the Lord or even just to, to build a monument, and, and you can use different words. But, you know, this idea of, like, set this here and remind yourself mm-hmm. of what he has done. Um, and, and in first Samuel seven verse 12, it says that Samuel took a stone. He set it upright between two places that I won't pronounce. <laughs> he named it Ebenezer explaining the Lord has helped us to this point. And, and you see this thing where it says here, he's put it. It's like an Ebenezer and it's there to remind people. And how often did God call people to remember? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how many times in the Bible does it say like, I am the Lord your God who drew you out of Egypt. Like, I am the one who rescued you from the Egyptians. I am the one who led you out of slavery. And he calls them to remember these things. I mean, there's other reasons for that. Like, you know, I'm this God. This is the God that Mm -hmm. I am. But this, like, call to remember those things. And I think that there is, you know, such value and importance in, in doing those things. Because when life is hard... You know, even I said, like, I don't know that life has been particularly difficult in this season, but I'm talking about being formed, and it, it's not a real exciting season, if you will. But, but despite that, God has done amazing things, and so when I'm in those seasons of life where I feel like, God, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I don't understand what you're doing, or maybe I doubt some of the things that he has done in my life or that he's actually working or moving, whatever whatever that is for me, for you, for whoever. You know, I think of that like, what are the Ebenezer's in my life that I can look back and say, you know what, I have no idea what's going on right now. I don't. I don't, I don't understand how you could possibly be doing something in this God. And I can look back and say like, remember that time, remember that time that, that you, you, you like invaded in the most unheard of circumstances in my life where you came through and were actually supporting me the whole time, the ways that you prepared me for the things that were going to come. And I had no idea. And like, I look back and I'm like, God was faithful there. Mm -hmm. God was faithful there. God was faithful there. And so in those moments now where I feel helpless or I feel scared, it's like, no, like, you preach to yourself almost. It's like, Mm -hmm. there was where the Lord was moving. There was where the Lord was moving. And he was still there and he's still still good. And he's still just as good in the midst of the difficult seasons. And so that's what we want to do is is like look and like spend time with people, remembering like, what was your Ebenezer? Where's that monument that you put down? And you're like, God help me through that thing. And we're going to tackle some difficult conversations, difficult stages of life and different things like that. And just say like, Where was that monument where you placed? And we're going to kind of do what God asked the Israelites to do and say, remember, 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 Mm -hmm. and not let ourselves forget.
0: Mm -hmm. And part of remembering, we are going to be talking about like dead mentors. We were just calling it like, we're going to talk about dead people's lives, but that didn't seem to sound too right. And we realized there's a lot of people in our lives, like are real Living mentors who have people who have come and gone, and they have shaped their lives significantly. And so, another part of this season too that we wanted to do is highlight people from the past and their story and their faithfulness, because God's goodness goes so far beyond our own experiences in our life. Same with like God's faithfulness, His provision, His goodness, His sovereignty. It, it like He is the beginning to, and the end, Alpha and Omega, right? And, and in His who God is is beyond us in our lifetime. Yeah, totally. And so I'm really excited about that to have people, some people have already been on the podcast to talk about their dead mentors. some um, new friends to talk about dead mentors and people who have shaped them. But that's another big part of what we're going to do. And hopefully to encourage, I mean, right now I'm reading Bonhoeffer. It's been on my shelf literally for like four years. Yeah. It's a thick book, but I've picked it up and it's been so good to, to learn from his life. So that is another part of this whole season.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I think we've been hearing about dead mentors from Mel for a while. So we're pretty excited to have mm-hmm. that opportunity to just look back and learn from people of the past. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, like like we said, um, you know, kind of those things. And and part of that, too, is just the shifting seasons of life. We alluded to that before. We're going to have different conversations about people of of different seasons of grief and wrestling and, dry seasons and, and when you're even thinking about the idea of like crops, like I think that that's like a big visual that's been in our head. Like we actually were gonna call this seasons, but then we kinda shifted things a little bit more. Mm, like but, the literal seasons. Yeah, the literal mm-hmm. seasons. But the idea of like, you know, through through um you know, a, a farmer's life or whatever, or like, you know, like a tree, like a tree doesn't bear fruit in every season. There's a season where the leaves dry up and fall yes. off. <laughs> This with Ainsley's mom's dog, Berkeley. So you might
0: hear you might hear her like Berkeley, come sit down. You're okay. Yeah, you're good there. Okay, sorry, Ainsley, continue. This is Berkeley's debut. She has a little, like, Sherpa sweater with a hood with little ears on it. <laughs> nice and cozy. Okay, yes, but the literal seasons, not every— but they,
1: Yeah, so, like, yeah. this idea, like, you know, in the fall, the leaves die. They die. They fall off. And, like, you know, we think of, like, the leaves changing, and it's beautiful. But they're literally dying, falling off, but it's not the end. They need that time to stop and pause, and over the winter season, and then they come back in the spring, and there's fresh life, new fruit— all of these things, and it's like that is also too a little bit how we're gonna look at this is like how in each of those seasons of like dry, dying, renewing, growing, mm-hmm. seed planting, like all of those things and in those things about how God is working in the midst of like dry seasons and all of those things. So mm-hmm. amazing!
0: We are pumped for this. Mm-hmm. It's really cool.
1: Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Like I think we've spent some real time just being excited and pumped for how we see God moving towards this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's been it's been yeah a while in the making, and we're, we're very excited for the guests that are going to come. We know they're going to bless you, and hopefully, this can just be a time of yeah growth and encouragement for all of you.
0: Yeah, it's going to be kind of an a uh, an overall applicable thing. Yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, we've kind of seen and, and talked a little bit about how this has been real and true in our own lives. And and yeah, we're just really looking forward to and praying that this season and these conversations and these people can be, um, yeah, formative for you. And, and hopefully the things that God has been teaching us that we're hoping to kind of Hand over to you, as mm-hmm. we said, bringing meaningful conversations to you. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that this can be just a time of growth, and, and yeah, I, we think that God is up to something. And yeah, it, it, I might be the most excited for this season than I have been for any other season. Oh,
0: yeah, I feel like every new season that we do, I'm it's like, true, I do feel that new at the beginning. Yeah, but
1: uh, yeah, it's gonna be good, don't you think? It is
0: gonna be good. Okay, one last thing that I wanted to talk about before we say toodaloo <laughs> Ainsley and I have looked at our analytics on anchor just to check out to see you know just curiosity's sake. we actually don't do this for the numbers six percent of you are from the United States of America yeah and we're just curious as to who you are we both have some connections to the states but not a lot so, anyways, uh, we're just curious. So, heck, shoot us a DM. I don't know. Yeah, we just want to know who you are. That's all. We know a lot of people who like are friends and family and who coworkers or whoever who listen to this, which is which is cool and humbling. But yeah, the six percent.
1: Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, six percent isn't a big thing. But that's like <laughs> at least six people every week. That's like. <laughs> listening this. to us And I just We I, I just like I keep thinking of that Frozen song Like Show yourself <laughs> I'm just, like This literally doesn't matter
0: Any other reason Than just curiosity Yeah So yeah. if you are
1: from the States And you're listening We want to know who you are Do we know you? Do we not know you? Send us a DM Because we we're wanna just know genuinely you. curious We want to know you
0: Okay, that's the last thing. I was just curious. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Anyways, we are so excited for this. We are praying for you guys. The whole point of why we do this is to glorify Jesus. And so we hope that as we have different people on, that it just speaks to your heart and speaks to the season that you're in. And to know that you're not alone, that people who are living right now and people who have lived in the past have experienced difficulties. And that doesn't minimize hard things, but... It, it is definitely a good reminder that you are not alone and God is with you. So until next time, Bye-bye. bye bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, Berkeley. <laughs> She's getting tangled in the cord. Girl, chill. You're okay. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs>